and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 223 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I'm Nixie, question mark. And I'm Grace. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, today we are watching SG-1, season yes. 9, yep. episode 16, Yes. Off the Grid, Uh-huh. a.k.a. Space Corn. <laughs> Space Corn? <laughs> Um, I have a few AKAs, um, okay. like, just AKA D&D leathers. <laughs> um, also, there is another AKA, but it is one that, uh, is, is very, uh, personal to me. It is called AKA oh. Houston, We Have a Problem. Nice, I do like that one. For reasons that I yeah. both embrace and dislike, so... <laughs> All at once. All we at once. Are, we are um, uh, complicated beings. Well, <laughs> to say you know, least. you know what I actually feel like it is. I feel like that phrase. Um, for those of you who who don't aren't in on the joke, um, my last name's Houston. So, and my family's full of space nerds and NASA nerds. And so about once a month, on average or so, I get someone who thinks that I've never heard, oh, Houston, we have a problem yeah. before. And it's, I feel... Yeah. I, I feel like um, it is... It's kind of like uh, the family thing. It's like, look, I can say that line to me. My close friends can say <laughs> that line to me. You can't say the line to me. Like, it's some weird... <laughs> family thing yeah <laughs> like because well, the only yeah only you guys know how much um annoyance it's yeah. been so therefore you're allowed to do it I it's don't like know. i can pick on my little brother but no one else can pick on my little brother oh, well i mean I you got can that. yeah you, grace you can pick on my little brother you i uh, you I got mean, you got the at okay this for point that he's like <laughs> yeah i think at this point he's like my little brother which is yeah. funny because i have a little brother of my yeah. own um <laughs> Who I have a harder time picking on than your little brother. <laughs> but, you know, um, but he can take it. Brother Matt can take it. Brother um, Matt can take it because he also dishes it right back. That's that's what it is. Whereas my yeah. little brother is incredibly kind and sweet to me. Oh. It idolizes me. And it's really hard to pick on someone who I'm real way. goddamn glad my little brother doesn't idolize me because it'd make it way more weird. <laughs> Um, so we, 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 uh, we were off a week. Any fun pop culture news for you? From so you? many pop culture um, news. There's certainly not like some video game that you played at all. Oh, I, I'm going to keep this short. Yes. Because, uh, I'll, I'll say this. It's, um, there is a toxic community in gaming. There is. Oh, yes. There 100%. can be. Uh, there's also some really solid people who who enjoy games and and like playing. Um, this game in particular was very polarizing for 
a couple reasons. Uh, one was um, some people didn't like it before they played it because of its inclusion of mm-hmm. uh, trans people mm-hmm. and representation of people who are, um, you know, not traditionally cisgendered yep. uh, or, or straight. Um, yeah. And that, to me, is a bummer. That's a bummer reason to, yeah, to, that's... to not like something. And to me, I, I'm not cool with that. Um, and then there's other people who had difficulty with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a difficult story. It is a very yeah. difficult story. And then there's other people like me who just felt like it was poorly put together. <laughs> as far as story, where it started strong. Um, and then there was a section that dragged... Yeah. Um, that I like the idea of, but the lo- it, it kind of created a loss of tension in okay. the middle of the, the game. Okay, the execution just wasn't and, quite and there. I, that's exactly what it is. And so, and you know, these are such nuance. It's such a small nuance thing. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the people who are like, I hate it because I hate it. So let me start here. I don't hate the game. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. hate the game. It's beautiful. The level design is amazing. The gameplay, from what I can tell, I was mostly watching Jesse play. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the detail to what they did and how they did it, and if you're, uh, without being too spoilery, if you're there's 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 a couple times where you play as a different person, uh-huh. and their method of play is different. So oh you yeah, can't I like use that. the same style of play. Yeah, which I love because the bodies aren't built the same, so you yeah. wouldn't have the same advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just very thoughtful. It's it's beautiful to look at. The the, the level design is great. Um, um, there was just a little bit lacking in the execution of the story for me. Gotcha. Uh, a little bit in like um, uh, if the game is uh twenty five to forty hours long, depending on how you play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took us about twenty four hours to get to. Um, the hours between hour like ten to to 18 maybe like 13 to 20 i don't know it's a blur somewhere in the middle a bit of a slog gotcha gotcha gotcha. yeah it was a bit of a slog um yeah i think my ultimate rating is a 7 of 10 okay um but i i to me it's become this great great study in how did the story get there and why did it not go this other way yeah. that could have been cool? What yeah, yeah, yeah. what did they decide to do? Why did they decide to do this instead of that? What like, was you want to know behind what was the hood. Yeah, you know, as someone who's really interested in storytelling, as yeah. you guys know, you guys yeah. know me, uh, I just want to understand. And, and, you know, maybe there's something that I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's something that I'm missing. But my personal experience, it was a 7 out of 10. Gotcha. Uh, it was still a great freaking weekend we still <laughs> loved being in it you know yeah. there is still an experience and to leave and this has now been what it's been a full week since we played yeah uh i'm still trying to figure out how i feel about it so it's nothing if not impression and, and left an impression yeah yeah um, um and and so i wish people would move beyond immediate dislike or immediate hate or immediate yeah. for whichever reason whether it's like I love this character this character is is not what I wanted I hate it like I wish we could move beyond that to other well and processes. there's also and there's also a thing and, and I think that that is um, rampant across not just gaming but many many things it's like you know you can like something and like not like one part of it like it's yeah. not 
there's, it's like a, like many things in life, it's a spectrum. It's not just a hate and love switch. There's like things in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much um, that was great. There was yeah. so much that was great. Um, um, yeah, man, I wish people didn't get so personal with some of it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's never okay to hate on creators. No. Um, just because you don't like something. I don't, unless they're creating something that is aimed at hatred. Well, that's not but really there's cool, also, man. there's also a thing of. That's just like um, your opinion, man. It's just <laughs> like your opinion, dude. And, like, it's also the thing of when you have, especially something that's as large as a video game, there's never, it's never one person's sole concept and idea. It is such, like, a a large, there's so many hands in that pot that it's, like, you especially can't go after a few people for a large project like that because it's, like. Well, I, yeah, there's, there's a specific, um. There's like this specific hatred going towards Neil Druckmann, and I'm like, well, I'd love to know what he yeah was working with, or yeah. what he was working towards, yeah, yeah, or yeah. what he didn't quite accomplish, or who he listened to, or who he did it. And there's yeah. people who've left. I could do an entire pod on this. <laughs> Jesse and I have talked about this endlessly, endlessly about other people who were involved and why Bruce Straley's no longer there, and what does that yeah, yeah, have yeah. to do with things, and um, this the other co-writer is is new to. So many places we can so go. So many things. Day, we don't fucking know. But then that's because <laughs> we're the, out there. But again, that's the whole other thing. Is like, if, uh, even if it's if it's Neil, like, you you can't hate the game for that reason because that's not usually an excuse or like anything. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll even take something else that had a lot of controversy. I'll take the Hobbit trilogy. Like, you can't hate Peter oh, Jackson right. for the Hobbit. Like, even if he was a director, because. Even if he's the director, it's not like the there's in- always more hands in the pot. Exactly. So, yes. Uh, well, anyway, but at the end of the day, I loved the experience. That's um, the best it, part. I, I, I probably would do it again. I may do it again anyway. Um, like, I may play it again. Um, at the end of the day, you had a weekend locked in with your fiance playing video games. So, I mean, oh my god, that was yeah. amazing! And like ordering food and like yeah. making we made flatbread pizzas which we haven't yeah. made in years we you know when you have a food that you make all the time <laughs> yes and then you haven't made it in a long time and then you uh-huh. remember that you used to make it and you're like yes. why don't we make these all the time yes so we made flatbread pizzas and they were amazing on um, non bread awesome. uh non bread's my favorite <laughs> i don't i yeah. love non bread um, i make it all the time um yeah i have uh picked back up after a few weeks off uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So there's oh, that. Cool. Uh, and I now think I have, I, I think I've switched into the part of playing where I'm like, this world's real fuck big. Uh, I can't do <laughs> everything. Um, yeah. I can't do every mission that crosses my path. I'm going to have to choose to not do side missions in order to progress in the story. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'd have a hard time with a game that open. Uh, you've known me. Uh, yeah. You know, I tend to like games that have a bit of a linear feel. Because I'm um, also a completionist. So I'm like, I'm going to come back and do all that shit. I promise I will. I'm going to come back and do all of it. But I need to make some progress on the storyline. 
So I've, I started an Uncharted 4 playthrough. And yes. I said, I'm going to collect all of the treasures. I'm going to yeah. go out of my way to collect every trinket. Yep. Because there's trinkets. If you go opposite the way you're supposed to, you'll find yeah. little trinkets and treasures and collect all these treasures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a list. When you collect them, it kind of fills in the inventory. Yeah. Five minutes in, I had already missed three. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing all the treasures. Uh, <laughs> and that's... people will do runs. That's how I did um, uh, Fallen Jedi. Um, there's still, yeah. and, and it annoys me because there's still two treasures. There's two things in the game that I haven't found, and it bothers <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, um, I don't know that you can go back on these kind of runs. Um, oh, gotcha. Like the ones on, like Uncharted. I don't know that you can. And second of all, I don't, I know there's playthroughs available that I can yeah. watch. Yeah. But I don't want to. I want to just find him. <laughs> I do. It's, it's so Fallen Jedi, you can go back. And I, because, and it's just because of how I enjoy playing, I enjoy a challenge and I enjoy puzzles, but there does come a point where I'm like, this is no longer fun. I just want the answer. So I, there is a yeah. point, like if I really, really, really can't figure something out, I'm like, I have no problem going to finding that single one answer and then I'll move oh, on. Oh, Yeah. I don't have anything against yeah. it. I think yeah. so because the treasures are incidental in Uncharted. Yeah. Like they're not part of the main game. There's puzzles outside of that. Yeah. So for the puzzles that are plot driven, if I get stuck, I'm going to yeah. ask for help. But for the yeah. most part, I'm taking a long time because I'm looking around for other stuff. Like yeah. it's funny because there's it'll sometimes like prompt me like hint go yeah. this way and i'm like i know i need to and i start talking to the tv and i'm like, I'm like i know i need to go that way i don't want to go that way it's yet. like fuck <laughs> up i'll get over there at some point chill i know you're there jeebus yeah. get off my ass get off my <laughs> lawn um yeah but that's um that was our last weekend um and we have I've been doing a Lord of the Rings rewatch, <laughs> which you know I'm always down for. And there is that is actually a very nice transition because I will say there's only one reason why I am not currently doing a Lord of the Rings rewatch, and that is because I'm doing a Critical Role rewatch. Woo! Sorry, um, that was loud in the mic, guys. Uh. This is what's happening. I know there's like a holiday and it's like this country's birthday and all that kind of shit going on next weekend, which is like awesome and all. But more personally important to me at this moment is uh, Thursday night, we get the return of Critical Role. Critical and Role. Then hours <laughs> later, hours later on Disney Plus is Hamilton. Nixie's I'm, brain's gonna explode. I don't. Look, I'll. I fail function. No function. Good. I. It's like it's your birthday all of a sudden. I'm like it's literally Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. I yeah. actually have like I'm gonna sit down. I have knitting. I'm gonna do the entire day and basically, I'm gonna watch Critical Role on Thursday night. I'm gonna stay up for it. Like I'm not I was about in my to say, mid thirties. You're gonna make it up. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not in my mid thirties because I don't have to get up the next morning. And then yep. I'm on Friday. I'm just gonna watch Hamilton on repeat, um, to the nice. detriment of my husband. Is he is is he home? I feel like I nope. bet he wishes he were working. He he, he won't <laughs> be working. Uh, which is the only way I get away watching Hamilton on repeat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
I feel like I'm, if I peeked into your window, I would just see you and Kaylee both essentially yelping and dancing. Um, Kaylee <laughs> will probably be yelping and dancing for a bit, and then she's going to go hide upstairs underneath a pillow so she doesn't have to hear me anymore. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, actually, to be fair, if, if 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 Nick was home, I would still be watching a repeat with headphones and the iPad. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, and <sighs> like, uh, we we we're starting. Oh, and then next week we'll have a really great update on uh, our own Dungeons and Dragons campaign because we are diving back into hell oh, yeah, today. Yeah. Which will yeah. be exciting to catch people up on. We had a nice little side tangent to be returned to side tangent in um, in Strahdland, as I call it. Strahdville. What do I do with my hand. I don't know. In Strahdville. In uh, Strahdville, <laughs> and then we're heading back down into Hell, into Avernus tonight. So we'll we'll definitely catch people up on that next week because. Uh, uh, there's things it's happening. gonna be fun i was so i i was reminded how much i missed rosie my character yeah because nixie's like hey make sure you guys level up uh yeah. it's a good dm that you are you're like y'all are level six make sure you get some time to level yep. up so we can start playing when we get here and uh brother matt went ahead and like did his dude he's got a bunch of stuff to figure out and then uh i was like oh remind me i need to do this remind me to set some time to do this remind me to set yeah. some time to do this and then I went to do it, and it literally took five minutes. And I'm yep. like, that's why I love Rosie, because she is so straightforward. It's exactly her personality, too. Uh-huh. Like, she's just like, yeah, I'm just here to hit shit. I'm just Hi. here to hit shit. Uh, and... Oh, I leveled up? That means I now hit harder and magicalier. I still have, we still have to level up a certain druid, a certain brother yeah. of yours, so. Alrighty. Are That'll we ready? Are we ready to do this, Shiznit? Let's get it done. Let's Alrighty. get it. February 10th, 2006. Um, this was written by Alan McCullough, directed by Mr. Peter DeLuise, who I know has a cameo in here as, like, a guard, but I missed him. But he's there. Don't worry. Oh, nice. I just missed him. Um, he's there. He's there. Do you know that for the first time I saw Peter Jackson in The Lord of the Rings... Like when I was really? watching yesterday, I was like, "Oh, there he is!" Like, which, cause I know he's in them. Which movie? Because he's in all three. Oh yeah. Oh, I was watching Twin Towers last night. Okay, Two Towers, Katja. He's I, on. Yeah. On yeah. The, that's a good one. The yeah, the Two Towers. Yeah, because he's one of the guys in the battle at Helm's yeah. Deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, "Oh, look, I know that guy." <laughs> my favorite, my favorite cameo is his in Return of the King. Nice. <laughs> I've That's my favorite that of his one. cameos. Uh, that okay. one's hard. It's hard to miss him. Anyway, <clears throat> so I don't. Um, I was doing my notes late at night, and I forgot to look up any of the guest stars. But we have Ball, and we have Nearest. I think most of them we've we've seen before and have covered. It's like so Ball, Nearest, and the Casa Farmer dude. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have. Uh, uh, I'm gonna find him. Walla Walla. I didn't have Walla Walla. Whirl. 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 I will find him for us. No problem. So, previously on Stargate, um, there's the Lucian Alliance. Remember them? And, yeah. Uh, and, and also Nearest, who's that really gluttonous ghoul who we yes. have on Earth trapped. Not trapped. In prison. He's not here by choice. In prison. 
He's incarcerated. <laughs> so SG-1, wearing their best D&D leathers, um, are already <laughs> uh, running and exchanging gunfire right off the top of the episode. Clearly, whatever <laughs> Cam said to them did not go over well. Yeah. And okay, so I've got our two other guest stars real quick. Yes, go I'm for it. cut in just so we have them done. Do it. Moral is Vince Carraza. Thank you. Um, and he seems to be mostly a voice actor. However, like he had a role in Bride of Chucky. <laughs> um, and our other, uh, I guess, big uh, guest star is Natan. Yeah, the, Natan. Uh, the other gold. And he is played. Well, he's by not Eric a gold. Steinberg. Natan oh, is no, not gold. You're right. You're right. He's the head. Of, he's, he's higher he's, up in the Lucian Alliance. Uh, the Lucian Alliance. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and he has been on a couple things. He's on uh, a show called Daybreak. Oh, he was in a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, CBS Steel Team, Hawaii Five O. There you go. Uh, a bunch of random stuff. Got it. Working. Working actor. Journeyman actor. Yeah. So okay, I'm done. In in back in the firefight, um, I I do like that that Teal'c is is again he will state this in the future, but again is like again you are the last of us that anyone would believe to be a drug smuggler. Yeah, I I don't think anyone in that group could could. Uh, well, I feel like I would give Teal'c the kingpin like yeah. kingpin title because yeah. he's the non talker. Well, and here's actually, here's my thing, and we'll we'll maybe cover this later when we actually get to this discussion. I think what would be actually most successful is you have Teal'c as, like, the, he's he doesn't talk. Like, you have yeah. Teal'c, and he, like, just nods. You have yeah. Daniel and Cam as the mouthpieces of the yeah. drug smuggler who doesn't talk. <laughs> it's like the stereotype of, like, uh, you know, he's always got the smart accountant. Yeah. On the side. Yeah. Who looks like he really shouldn't be there, but yeah. someone's got to keep track of the money. Yeah, because, yeah. like, because I, and I'll be honest, we'll get to it. Somehow I may buy everyone on the team more than Cam being a drug smuggler. I Like, I may even buy Sam before yeah. I buy Cam. Yeah. So, Cam, uh, we'll get there. We'll, I'll, yeah. I'll wait till so, we get to that point. Meanwhile, Daniel is trying to dial the gate and, uh, and because everyone else is paying attention to not getting killed, um, no one yeah. else notices when the Stargate and then the DHG just kind of get beamed away. Yeah, they're not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, not good. Yeah. So one of my, because I've been doing all these unchar- all of my Uncharted playthroughs lately, yeah. one of the things that I keep catching is when there's firefights. Mm-hmm. Is how where people are standing or shooting yeah. from, and I love that Tilk takes no cover. No, in any of this, he's no. just standing like squarely in yeah. the line of fire shooting, <laughs> and 100%. I'm like, you're gonna die. <laughs> no, Teal'c but that's just die. the amount of fucks he does not have. Yeah, none at this point. Um, but we do get credits, so we come back from credits. We're actually eight hours ago. And Colonel Reynolds is briefing Landry and SG-1 on Casa. It's not corn. (laughs) This is sweet corn heaven. It is so sweet that it is in a biohazard container and Lieutenant Mooney is still craving it to an unhealthy level. He's going to withdrawals. Yes. 
Yowza. Uh, apparently the, the stuff has... The food of my people. The food of people. Um, I mean, it sounds better than... I think... No, I was going to say it sounds better than the food of my people is being haggis, but I'm pretty sure the food of my people is scotch. Um, so... <laughs> that is right. That's appropriate. <laughs> um, so this whole planet is in the clutches of Casa, and mm-hmm. like to the point of when the market ran low, a fight broke out, which that's healthy. Yeah. Uh, what Dr. if Casa Le- is people? Yeah. This would be a very different episode. It would be a very different episode. Soy like Casa is people. Soy like Casa. So Dr. Lee, I mean, we don't know. We still don't necessarily know what makes it addictive. Like there may be mm-hmm. some Soylent Green in there. It may yeah. be Soylent. Well, what Casa. is what's buried? What's yeah. buried under those farms? What's the fertilizer? You know. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Lee is analyzing it. They have no clue if this is naturally addictive or if the ori are fucking with corn. Uh, it is hard to believe that the Ori would stoop to a level of getting their kicks off by, like, getting populations jonging for space corn, but they're Ori, yeah. you never know. They're weird. Anything's possible, they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Reynolds was able to get a gate address. No clue how accurate it is, but it's better than nothing. And they are told yeah. specifically <laughs> to stay under the radar. Yay. That's gonna go well. That's going to so go they super find, well. Yeah. Uh-huh. They find the casa fields, and it takes them about two seconds before inadvertently threatening the farmer. Again, sounds about right for any D&D party. Okay. So so here's my, yeah. Here's my question, right? <laughs> yeah. So we go off world. Yeah. We go to space Kansas, is yeah. how I'm going to call it. Uh-huh. So Kansas. if an alien lands on this planet in space yeah. Kansas. Uh-huh. And becomes a superhero. Is it plausible that an Earthling could become Superman in Space Kansas? Yes. Uh, and I believe okay. that man is Cameron Mitchell. Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for following. <laughs> instead of instead so, of Cal, um, it's, it's Cameron. <laughs> instead of Cal. It's Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> um... I do like, like, the way that they're hiding in the corn and just pop up real creepy-like in front of this farmer who's, like, trying to nom secretly on corn. That's not normal, guys. Yeah. Like, that's not that's a normal super way. That's not weird. <laughs> it, so, Jesse, Jesse walked by as I was doing my notes, and he's like, he just kind of looked at the TV and then he looks at me like <laughs> expectantly. And I said, this episode is like, imagine it's your first time role playing in D&D yeah. and then you just botch all the roles. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> That's what that felt like. Kind of. Um, I, I, I also, the whole concept of like trying to stealth up in the corn and then just popping up does legitimately seem like a, something one of our parties would do in D&D. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. Uh, now so I will there, say, in Uncharted yeah. 4, in Tall Grasses, you can stealth through the Tall Grasses. Okay. I'm yeah. Good. Okay. I mean, you can also do that in uh, Jurassic Park. I believe that's actually Lost World. (laughs) But it's in the Lost World film, 
But I'm confused. I don't remember which book it happened because I read the two books back to back and some of the shit that's in the first book is in the second film and some of the things that are in the second film are in the... Like, they're flop. I... Okay, well, so... Um, <laughs> they're really looking for some casa. And, and like, a lot of casa. Uh, we... we Lots of... Like, not a cart or two. We want, like, a whole field of casa. And yeah. they are quickly informed by this farmer that that's not how the alliance works <laughs> and which is great because you know we'd love a meeting with the owner with like your person your contact like the owner of of this land mm -hmm. and and this poor farmer dude is like well Worrell will be here this afternoon he owns the land and the casa and everything else yeah and cam of all the names to go by <sighs> Goes by Mr. Shaft. Of course. Of course he does. I have no words for that particular name choice. Look, it's wrong in every part. <laughs> it's... <laughs> How that... Let's not even consider... I have... I... How is that the first name... That Cam comes up with. Here's my thought. Yeah. Um, it's it's not even a pop culture reference for no. him. He's just like, my name is Penis. <laughs> no, I can't use that as a name. <laughs> my name is Dick. And he's like, nope. mm, still a little on the nose. <laughs> my name is Mr. Shaft. Yes, yes. Shaft is good. <laughs> and like, you realize... Yo, Richard would have worked just fine. Well, here's the thing. You also realize in his head, he has the theme of Shaft running through his head right now. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, aside from that, I think he's just like, the first thing I think about is my penis. Like, no, <laughs> dude. Like, what are you doing? What are you I mean, stop? here's the thing. If, if you have to put a fake name and you are on another planet, like, okay... I don't see Cam as, like, a nerdy guy, but at the very least, this is the exact moment. Okay, I'm going to set up a meeting with Warl. Who should I tell him is calling? Bond. James Bond. Come on! How is that not, like, the first thing you think of? Yeah. Anyway, um, Mr. Shaft. Yeah, we should. you should always have a good fake name ready. Yeah, always have well, a good fake name ready to go. Plus the name that, like, the fake names you can't use on Earth, you can totally use them on another planet. That's, like, the benefit of going to another planet. It's the main benefit is you can yeah. use the fake names you can't use on Earth. You can go by Han Solo. Yeah. No one's gonna know better. No! It sounds so badass. Okay, so... And as the farmer continued down the road, Daniel and Sam are like, yeah, remember that under the radar part we were told? And I can't pass up Teal'c's amazing line about pointing out that he's pretty sure this planet does not have radar technology. Yeah, I do love that. I feel like we haven't had a Teal'c line like those in a while where he doesn't get the yeah. reference. Yep. And he's like... He says a straight line, but it's mm -hmm. a joke, but it's he great. doesn't realize it. <laughs> it's the, it's I, the I miss that, Teal. We need more of that, Teal. We, well, we got it here for a moment. It was great. <laughs> and he does, to Cam, say that he is the most unlikely in this group to pose as a drug dealer, which 
accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tilka is actually like, you know what? Actually, none of you motherfuckers can pose as a drug dealer. And Cam calls Sam Mary Poppins, which that's a bit harsh. A little bit harsh. Yeah, I feel like um, I do love that Sam reacts the way she does. She's yeah. like, hey, what the hell? But Daniel's very accepting. He's like, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> I'm not selling drugs to anybody. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, there, there's an episode. Uh, excuse me. There's an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they try to buy cocaine mm-hmm. and they roll the window down and they're like, one cocaine, please. <laughs> like, that would be Daniel. <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure that also happened to New Girl. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, no, that would... I, I'm also not going to lie, that'd be me. I'd be like... <laughs> I, it would not be pretty. Like, I'm not... I would be the last person. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Cam doesn't. Cam seems like one notch above me about successfully playing as a drug dealer. But he's just like, look, I'm gonna ask him some questions. I'm gonna tell her their price is too high. I'm gonna get the fuck out of there. And it's gonna be fine, no problem. Yeah. Meanwhile, the team is like, that's, it's not how this is gonna work. Yeah, this is gonna go bad. Everybody ready for things to go bad? <laughs> yeah. So they watch Cam from a distance. He's sleeping in a cart of hay. Because this is his... I mean, listen, if nothing else, we know that farmlands and hay are Cam's favorite terrain. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Uh, And so he's been waiting... They've been waiting for hours. um, And then suddenly, just right on cue, Warl and his his goons show up. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone has a very. I bad called it a biker gang. I don't. I don't know if it's appropriate, but they kind of look like a biker gang to me. They're like if if like what a biker gang would look like on a planet that doesn't have motorcycles. There you go. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, down in the meeting, uh, Mr. Shaft <clears throat> is trying to play it cool, laid back, mm-hmm. chill. Uh, Whirl immediately is like. No one trusts you. No. (laughs) Uh, I will hear you out, but also I don't buy a single word you're saying. And he does, before they go in to talk, he does send a couple men out because he knows obviously there's more people around. Because, duh. Because, hello, all four of you showed yourselves to the farmer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dummies. And as he goes, Cam so subtly puts a thumbs up behind his back. Uh-huh. And uh, they're just hoping. Um, I love this. Um, yeah. I like calling this part where Cam goes full Karen. Yeah. On Worrell because he's like, <laughs> I need to speak to your manager's manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's like, do you know how uh, to not overplay your hand? Because you're real bad at it. Yeah. Inside you're, after you're a going quick. Down. Frisk, Cam says he represents a coalition of seven planets and three million, thirty million souls that want some casa. And uh, and then he starts carrying, carrying him. <laughs> that rolls off the tongue. Oh yeah. And uh, and asking for a larger supplier, he just kind of tips his hand, just kind of shows all of his cards, like he doesn't hide. Right. He's no, not, he, no, 
Not the world's greatest poker player. No, he, whatever, look, he was trying to roll a deception check, and he may not have rolled a nat one, but he got like a two. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty poor. It was pretty poor. And the team sees them take Cam out of view, which is, you know, not good. Uh, and they hold him down on some, like, it's like, listen, all I know is the, these wood planks, these these trees that have been laid out here uh, that you can easily strap people to, those aren't for massages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those create a convenient surface to hack limbs off of and love like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Uh, yeah, and on the hilltop, the rest of the team is his hiding out on. We see that men are closing in. Uh, everyone's in trouble. And Cam just laughs at Worrell because what else do you have to lose? Yeah. Cut um, to. I do love Cam's attitude through this yeah. whole thing. Like, he's like, oh, this isn't really happening to me. <laughs> yeah, he has no clue how low he rolled. He's uh-huh. like, everything's under control. I'm doing great. Cut to what we already saw at the beginning of the episodes, the running and the shooting and the Stargate disappearing. And uh, now the team is surrounded entirely and they are forced to put down their weapons and surrender. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So at the SGC, uh, the team is two hours overdue and we learn that apparently Cam has never missed a check-in before because of course he hasn't. No, Superman he's a good boy. would never miss a check-in. No, he's a good boy who yes. likes to eat his space corn yeah. and does not sell drugs. Exactly. <laughs> so meanwhile, Dr. Lee has figured out that the highly addictive psychostimulant is engineered, definitely not naturally occurring. And mm. with all this going on, Walter is dialing, but the seventh Chevron won't lock. So that's um, not good. Yeah, it's probably as, not good to lose as a, a game. summary. Um, it hasn't taken long for World to realize that this is, in fact, the infamous SG One, and also <laughs> for reasons that I can only assume are stupidity, th- assumes that SG One stole the Stargate. <laughs> well, he's not real smart. Like he just no. has to be like Braun. Yeah. That's it. He's just yeah. gotta be willing to kill people. Yeah, and, and Daniel is like, why why would we steal the Stargate before we can escape? Like, why? I, I... I love... One of the things I love about Daniel is he's so smart yeah. that he can't fathom people not being smart. So even when you're dealing with someone like Worrell, he cannot help himself but to be like, but don't you understand? And it's like, no, Daniel. He doesn't. I I have, I will admit, I have a bit of that same flaw. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's adorable. Yeah, I'd be the same case going like, how can you, how, I don't, huh? Um, But yeah, no, (laughs) I mean, bad timing, it must be, the the, solution to Whirl is it was just bad timing. They meant to steal it after and it was stolen before. Because, you know, as he asked Daniel, things don't always go according to plan in Dr. Jackson's world. And he's like, Mm -hmm. well, no, actually, rarely do they go as planned now. That's 
And Roll warns them that until the Stargate is returned, more bad things will continue. Real, (laughs) Real subtle, real... Real intimidating. Yeah. Yep. So at the SGC, uh, Walter is explaining to Landry that there have been no signal at all. Uh, No connection to the gate, so the problem has to be local on the planet end. So Landry calls up the brand new, conveniently was almost finished with production ship. Oh, yeah. The Odyssey. We, we are ready seen. to go. Marks has gotten a promotion, is now on the Odyssey. And yeah. the ship is doing its final shakedown runs, but 90% of the systems are ready and raring to go under the command of Colonel Emerson. And while no one wants to take a shiny new space toy into battle, a 22-hour pickup to run and get some SG-1 to go, that's doable. Yep. Yeah. Contact list. A pickup yeah. of your SG-1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, um, absolutely. How great would it be to have a beam like that? To just beam things in yes. the house. Yes. Uh, I so also... as great as this particular tech is, the next part yeah. of tech is my favorite. Uh, again, look. what What is one of the main things we have harped on for many, 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 many episodes before? Implanted locator chips. Yay! Track your SG-1 teams. Finally! We have... Get chip like puppies. Find, find my SG-1 team on your iPhone. <laughs> Please get the new yeah. app. Yeah. You can take it to your local Ancient or Asgard and get them scanned. If you find yeah. a stray SG-1 or SG yeah. team, and then you know who they belong to. Because <laughs> you just never know. Uh, this part was exciting. Finally. <laughs> and while Emerson can't think of a better first mission for the Odyssey than to bring home SG-1, I'm like, you know, that does sound typical. That nothing can happen. No cool shit can happen unless SG-1's involved. No. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Odyssey can't have a first mission that doesn't involve SG-1 because they have to be nope. there too. They they have uh, prima nocta yeah. <laughs> with any cool equipment. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I don't. I don't even know that I knew that reference. I I I don't know where it came from. That I just, didn't think I. I don't even know if I said it right. But like that just crawled out of your brain. It's like no, it I've been waiting like, for my time. <laughs> Hello, I have arrived. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a reference that like, usually oh, you finds think this a home. Is your ship? Yeah, <laughs> this is SG One ship. So <laughs> everything is SG One ship. <laughs> every SG One has licked and peed on everything on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, they have claimed you. ownership over everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we we do get a beautiful shot of SG One's new ship. The Odyssey uh, leaving orbit. <laughs> the SG-1 Odyssey. <laughs> uh, SG Odyssey. So back at the planet, things continue to go wrong for Daniel as he gets punched in the face again. Um, <laughs> not in the face. Not in the face. Anywhere but the face. Uh, so World doesn't <laughs> want to torture them. You know, he doesn't. he's not one for physical vi- No, he's exactly one for physical violence. I don't yeah, think he gets anything above that. Yeah. 
Um, but he will let them go in exchange for the location of the Stargate. And Sam's like, you're dumb. Because yeah. whoever stole the fucking gate is long gone. Like, duh. Yeah. And uh, Teal decides to... He really to... is full dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Teal, Teal slightly more understands the type of person he's working for. Or not working for, but slightly understands the person who is uh, torturing them. And he goes, yeah, I wonder how much trouble you're going to get in for letting the Stargate, like, the thieves of the Stargate disappear. Like, your yeah. your superiors are going to be real pissed about that, aren't they? You might even get tortured. Up, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the SGC, Walter has handed Landry a report that says, SG-1's gate is not the only gate that's disappeared. Uh, there's at least four others that have gone missing, according to Tokra. And mm-hmm. we also, like we saw, pretty sure it's Asgard beaming technology that's taking them. So they Interesting. they send that knowledge to the Odyssey, and then Landry's going to head to Area 51. Because that's where Neris is. Behind a few sets of bars. Um, and because Landry knows Neris, if he helps Landry, then Landry can arrange a feast. Like... <laughs> Big feast, like hero's feast style. Uh, and he does not <laughs> use the word feast lightly. Yeah. And Neris well, is already like salivating. Man... Yeah. I feel like a man like Landry does not take food lightly. A friend of Hammond's. Oh, yeah. Hammond of Texas yeah. does not go like lightly no. on food. No. Um, I also it's, love I mean, how listen, big it's the same as if incentive if... is like. It's like if our house is mentioning that we're going to have a feast, it's going to be a goddamn feast. Yeah. You should have seen the shit that it's we took camping down. with us. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe it. Uh, I also love the way Neris uh, is so driven by food. Like, it's yes. part puppy. Dog. Yeah, he's like, no, he's, he's part like canine. He's all treat based. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, so am I. Uh, <laughs> True facts. True and, facts. Uh, and there is some food ne- food negotiation happening. Landry lays out that he has a theory of what's going on, but he's answers. Um, and yeah, mm. food negotiation commences. Um, so back on the planet, it does look like someone has hurt his hand on Cam's face. <sighs> Cam is real sorry he dragged the rest of the team into this, and Daniel's like, no. Shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like um, Daniel's just kind of given up on things going fine. Like he's a little bit. Like he, you can't hurt him anymore. He no. is already as hurt as he can be. He... Like he's like your words. Do he might as well be a millennial? <laughs> yeah, he might as well be as dead and broken inside as as we are stereotypically. Yeah. Well, and it's. World. I just finished rewatching uh, uh, Parks and Rec, so I yeah. feel like there's just a little bit of April in some of these. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you can't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing you can do that would push. He's so jaded. Maybe is the right. Yeah, jaded. Sorry. Um. <laughs> so the uh, the alliance has has recalled Worrell because they want answers. And since that's happened, there's no real reason to keep SG-1 alive. Daniel starts mm. trying to negotiate, but, like, 
can't find Sam's like, we're real valuable. We're valuable alive. Yeah. And Deanna's like, we're more valuable alive. That's what you, yeah, we're, we're real bad at role play. There's only one of us who's actually smart. <laughs> um, but no, Worrell has instructions. Uh, all of SG1 will die. Um, Mr. Shaft. <laughs> Mr. Shaft. I can't. We'll die last Mr. after he sees the rest of his team die. Uh, and then their deaths will serve as a warning. Uh, so that's clearly oh, going to cool. happen. Yeah. At Area 51, Nearest is having part of a feast. We'll see multi-courses of said feast. Uh, and he's loving this new rare delicacy of turkey. <laughs> We convinced him that chicken was a rare delicacy this time. Now we're moving on to turkey. Oh, yeah. Just wait till he gets um, to bacon. I, I have to say, I yeah. understand that I am not in the majority when I say this. Um, I'm looking at this feast. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff on there. I'm not seeing one fruit or vegetable. No. I would really love a couple in a feast of my own. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I don't, I think this feast was very much geared towards this guy. Like, he doesn't seem like a fruit and vegetable person. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm with you. Uh, I would like, I would like some color in my feast, please. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I like a little color in my food. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, Ball is behind the Stargate disappearing. Like, who the fuck else would be behind Stargate's disappearing but Ball? Yep. And Landry threatens the pulling the third and fourth courses because Neris is just, like, not helping in any way. Yeah. Um, and, and like, no, Neris will help, for sure. Like, help to the point of this feast will never end. He's like, you give me yeah. food, I give you, sh- I give you answers. Yeah. So back on the planet, all the guns so many are pointed guns. are pointed at the team. They are ready to execute. It is very mm-hmm. tense. Cam tries a last minute like negotiation. Kill me and spare the rest of the team. And just before everyone opens fire, the team is beamed up to the Odyssey and we see all the gunfire hit the the wood posts although somehow they're now standing up on the odyssey bridge i'm not even gonna go into that part but yeah i they should have fallen on their butts they should have 100 100 but it's good timing it's very good timing uh the team is very relieved uh-huh. i'm gonna say this this yeah. team has enough core strength to where if they were sitting and their feet were planted on the floor when they were sitting, yeah, which they yeah. probably were if they're tied up, then they yeah. have enough core strength to pull themselves up into a sitting, into a standing position. Sure. Sure. <laughs> that's, what I'll, that's what I'll call it. I don't know if you can hear that on the microphone, but I'm pretty sure my dog is snoring. Oh, no, I can't hear it. Like, I real, I, I was like, because I had the headphones and so I couldn't, like superhero around me and I just heard <laughs> yeah. like the weirdest noise and you yeah, know it's the dog snoring loudly so it's a Kaylee it's Kaylee snores listen she can snore louder than either one of us if need be and she's a fraction of it. our size so out of their D&D party leathers the team sits on the Odyssey briefing room which is basically just the ship room of requirements considering yeah is it the bridge no okay then it's every other room Colonel Emerson starts handing out laptop computers like 
their fucking file folders. Can I? Yeah. Can yeah. I just be handed a tablet like that? Yeah. Here you go. We spent a bazillion dollars anyway. What's a couple laptops we, at this point? You know how you you know how like there was the, oh, there's the big joke about like how NASA spent all this money to figure out a pen that yeah. worked in zero G and the yeah. Russians went here's a pencil. Yeah. You know the other way to solve that problem is just don't use pens or pencils just, and only use laptops. Yep. Yeah. Ta da! The end. That's Do you how think you there's that like an in Odyssey Wi Fi situation? How are they yeah. connected to each other? <laughs> well, just, yeah, no, I definitely think there's a localized Wi Fi. Like an intranet uh-huh. <laughs> happening? Uh-huh. It's an atranet. <laughs> I like it. Space Jeanette. So anyway, they, they fill the whole team in with the whole like ball is stealing Stargate's oh, right. plot. Yeah. And for now, Obviously, missing Stargates is a higher priority than uh, some space corn. Yeah. The Illusion Alliance. Yeah. Hey, drugs are bad, but first. (laughs) I do love how from this point on, no one gives any shits about highly addictive space corn anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's become uh, far less important than... uh, Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> There's also the point that everyone but Daniel is like, should we trust any of this intel from Neris? And Daniel's like, well, I mean, I mean, he worked for for Ball for centuries, so he probably has some intel. Yeah. It's it's more like, it's not that we trust Neris, right? Yeah. It's that we trust Landry to know yes. how to get the good shit out of him. Because as Emerson says... He's yeah. very persuasive and he yes, needs to be. Yes, exactly. And here's... <laughs> when we get to the next scene, and Neris is, is having his feast, here's my... How the fuck is Neris eating that he gets the food all up on, like, the bars and shit? Yeah. <laughs> I think he... So, here's what I think. I think he watched Sesame Street. Something. And then just dived face first, like yeah. he was Cookie Monster into the food. I don't know. It's real bad. He it's was not pleasant. No, it's very weird. It's very strange. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna name names because I don't want to call anybody out. But <laughs> I have a friend who uh, she's now married to this person, so it worked out. But the first time she went to dinner with this this man and his family, they went mm-hmm. to eat lobster. Now yeah. this is a friend of mine who is. Pretty um, demure in her eating habits. She's like a Can person. I, who, do I know that? Do I'm trying? You know, sure. you know okay. of this person. All I know, you know, I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, her. you know, you know of her. You have not met her in life yes. yet. Okay. Yes. So she's like a person who doesn't even really like her foods to touch type of person. Yeah. No, I get that. So they went to eat seafood and they went to eat uh, uh, lobster. Everybody ordered the lobster. She's like, I eat shrimp because I like shrimp. I yeah. don't. I'm not really interested in getting my hands dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a level of, like, shrimp is the I don't want to work for my food of yeah, the selfish family. Exactly. Yeah, the least amount of work involved. <laughs> um, so she came home and told me about it. And she's like, Grace, the way they all ate lobster. Yeah. There was it's... lobster in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine it's like that, but bigger for Neris. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not saying I haven't uh, pie-eating contests eat a cake before, <laughs> but that normally doesn't get the cake on the walls. Yeah, I mean, it's... every now and then I'll get, like, food on the boobs, like the boob catch. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's just a show. That's I just mean, that's natural, just yeah. Where food goes Yeah, for it later. just lives here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, before... Um, before Nears can answer why Ball would want a dozen Stargates, yeah. in comes a plate, a dessert plate that would put anyone in a sugar coma. Oh, yeah. It's and <laughs> Landry just assumes Ball is going to sell back the Stargates to the planets for a profit. You know, that'll shake down. Yeah, you know, some quick cash, if you will. And, and Nears is like, oh... You adorable human. Um, you're not thinking like a ghoul. Yeah. You're dumb <laughs> dummy. Yeah. You're still, you're so human. You only know how to think human. So adorable human. Yeah. He's like, Ball wants what he used to have and doesn't have anymore. He's going to rebuild his empire. He's had a <laughs> contingency plan of what would do if he lost all his shit because the ghoul, the uh, Jaffa rose up for yeah. years. I mean, if anyone's a type A Gould, it's definitely Ball. So he's got 100%. a plan A, a plan B, a plan C. It's yeah. all worked out. He's a bit of a neat freak. I'm sure he's stolen a staff weapon here or there to take someone out because they kind of messed up his space. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, well, actually, as we see later, he doesn't steal it. He just saunters coolly over to true. his narrative. Very true. <laughs> um, but when Nearest was studying the Stargates to help with the old replicator problem, uh, he discovered a way to disable the correlative update program, which, yeah. you know, is the Stargate intranet mm -hmm. of like, hey, guys, I'm over here. Here's my IP address. Yeah. And so now. Look at me. I'm a gay. Stargates won't tell each other their IP addresses. <laughs> um, it's like putting it through a thing that hackers do. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. It's yep. cool. I like it. Put I, on your dark shades. My my words failed, and I'm not like even going to try I like to it. pretend that style of nerd. So, this is basically a way that you could take a bunch of Stargates and move them <laughs> off the grid, <laughs> if you <laughs> will. I get it. And so that way you can have his own little, like, Stargate party empire away from everyone else. No one can get in. And... I Nearest like the does. idea of a Stargate party where all the yeah. gates have like little party hats on. Well, a Stargate party don't stop. Yeah, because there ain't the, no party. It's kind of like a Stargate party. Like a Stargate party. Because because <laughs> Everybody get your kawooshes in the air. And... Everybody was kawoosh fighting. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the the backup. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some backup whistling on that one. <laughs> so so um, Nearest has a theory as to where this is, but you a feast is not gonna get this guy to like tell him where this location is. He's going to need his freedom, which of mm -hmm. course is absolutely off the table as far as Landry is concerned. Uh, which is why uh, Nearest then tells him, and he wants Landry to understand the full gravity of the weight of Nearest going. Then I'm full. Yeah. That's when you know there's a problem. Yeah. Like a drakey. If it's yeah. not eating, something it's, is wrong. Something's wrong. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. So, Worrell, you know how when Teal 
callback here when Teal'c was like, yeah, you realize the trouble you're going to be in? Oh, right. When, like, people find out that you let these people get away? Yeah, well, Whirl is in trouble. I mean, if Teal'c knows anything, he knows how gold work, uh, you know? Well, this isn't even this isn't Oh, even right. Gold. This is just, yeah. This is, he goes back to his higher up in the Lucian Alliance. Yeah. And he, the first thing he's like, can you please not kill me? Yeah. I would really like, please, sir, may I please, not be killed? Please, cake. Please, not death. <laughs> uh, but Natan is way more stunned, as we all are, mm-hmm. that he would have SG-1 for two days and, like, not try to get actual intel out of them. Like the biggest treasure in the whole wide world. Yeah. Yeah. Let alone think that SG-1 would steal the Stargate before they get away and trap themselves, as everyone has been saying this entire episode. Yeah. Hey, dude, we're not that dumb. (laughs) So now the crop is going to rot because they have no way of getting it off. And, like, SG-1 is like not the issue now like you need to go find the stargates mm-hmm. and bring them back or don't return which considering we don't see Worrell any other time in this episode i don't think yeah i think he's like fucked off to like some safe hole somewhere yeah. yeah he ran just eating like cave insects somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> mm, delicious and nutritious yeah so <laughs> nearest is back in his his own like romanish toga-ish clothing yeah in the gate room ready to leave with suitcase not one but two suitcases oh, yeah. full of cupcakes i mean jester would be proud jester would be so <laughs> proud and she would do what she can to get one of those suitcases yeah oh yeah uh, it's a going away present, and you know, do you know how much convincing it took the higher ups to give him two suitcases of the rare earth delicacy of cupcakes? You know, I bet that Nearest is someone that Jester could convince to be a follower of the Traveler. I just Probably. put that together because complete just chaos, like self-serving chaos. Possibly, but I feel like. Like, Nearest would somehow try to... He wants to be the number one follower oh, yeah. well, that of the ain't Traveler. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. Also, I, I'm sure he'd find some reason why he can't wear the color green. True. Yeah. So, uh, Nearest is, is nervous uh, because he knows that Landry is a man of his word. Mm-hmm. Um, and that word can be tricky, but, you know, fair is fair. The coordinates yeah. of Ball's safe haven for Nearest's freedom. Yeah. And Landry does warn him, though, very confidently and with very few minced words that mm-hmm. if the coordinates are wrong, there is nowhere in the galaxy nearest to hide. Yeah. Well, and believe that, dude. Like, yeah. for real. And, and I do like that after Nearest leaves, Landry rightfully calls him a putz. Yeah, <laughs> I do love the way he uses that word. He just finds exactly the right time to use it. Not only the right time, but there is a certain emphasis on the syllables that just like... Yeah. Do you think that's like a Bo Bridges word that the writers just were like, we love the way he says this? You know what? I don't know. Uh, 
much about like I haven't seen any interviews with really with Bo Bridges, but right. I can see it being a thing. It just felt it just kind of comes out of him so well. Mm-hmm. It's so full, if you will. <laughs> I just think like, the putz. only other sh- I think the only other time I've heard putts used in in such a like like um um effective manners yeah. is uh, the grumpier old men movies oh yeah <laughs> i forgot those existed which i'm going to weird fun fact i've seen those way more than i should ever have seen them <laughs> yeah i i have in my head i've decided there's a story where um it's uh the dad is lloyd bridges right where lloyd bridges is friends with like the jack lemons and walter Matthaus oh, of the 100%. world so Bo bridges heard grew up hearing <laughs> well-placed per- putts yes, if you will that makes sense <laughs> so after he leaves up in the control room uh walter's like should i dial up the address and landry's like don't even bother like you at best it's a black hole <laughs> yeah you innocent innocent man like you never trust a gold yeah uh and and later in landry's office walter does come in and they have a subspace signal from the beacon uh and nearest <laughs> did well not directly as a find out but sort of beelined it back to ball mm-hmm. and they're going to send the coordinates to the odyssey and in case you're wondering how to plant a subspace beacon on a nearest mm-hmm. uh it's a piece of cake <laughs> i guess <laughs> i mean that's probably the best way like it like a we you know we talked before how he's basically a, a puppy yeah you know that's the best that's every night drakey gets hot dogs yeah. He has no idea that there's allergy pills in him. Exactly. <laughs> He's just excited to get those hot dogs. Just wrap that subspace beacon up in some cheese and yeah. feed it to your nearest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm have... convinced that the reason Stormy has started itching now is so that he can get nightly hot dogs as well. <laughs> I mean, you do have, again, plus if you wrap it in cheese, you have slightly longer that the subspace beacon yeah. will be <laughs> tracking yeah. nearest. Oh, yeah. it's We're lucky. Um... Yeah, considering what Nearest has eaten, yeah. there's no fiber going through that system. No, so the beacon's in there for a little while. That's not regular. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the Odyssey and SG-1 get the coordinates to the ship beacon. And the <laughs> ships and the shields have only been tested. I realized you said shield. ship. But yeah. because we were just talking about digestive systems. Oh, no, I said shit beacon. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, no, just I checking. said shit beacon. I'm so proud. <laughs> but the Odyssey's shields uh, have only been tested in simulations, but the weapons in the nav are online, which I really fucking hope the navigation is online, considering <laughs> you just flew yeah. across the galaxy. You should check that all of the things work before you go across the galaxy. <laughs> But mainly the navigation. Uh, if nothing else, be able to get back home. Like, at this point, I barely drive further than five miles without my, you know, maps. Oh, yeah. Up so that oh. I know not only, not just where I'm going, but how long it's going to take me to get there. Yeah, I'm trying to break myself out of the habit of launching it just for time's sake. Yeah, because I... I know, like, I'll use it for, like, work or school, and I'm yeah. like... I know where I'm going. I just want to know how fast I'm going to get there. Well, it's it's very handy in case you need to be, hey, I'm going to be there in three minutes. Actually, I've run into traffic. It'll be five. So that yeah. means someone's not worrying about you. That's not a bad idea. Because some of uh, us, I'm not looking at me, 
get overly worried if someone is five minutes late. That's fair. Because I assume that the Odyssey is dead in a ditch somewhere. Whereas I live on Grace Time. <laughs> and so you need to give yourself like a 15 minute window on either end. <laughs> However, oh, yeah, no. yeah. If it's dealing with Grace, I assume it's going to be half hour. Then I start adding the normal yeah. time. And you know, it's a double standard because I also worry after five minutes. So yeah. you would think that would make me better <laughs> about keeping time. And in my heart, I want to be better. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I'm not even better at it when I literally just have to walk into the other room now. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I, I'm not late for work, but how am I only five minutes till work <laughs> getting logged into work? Um, I, I really think I just try to do too many things at the same time. I don't know what that's <laughs> like. Either way, your navigation system better be working or we're going to think the Odyssey is dead in a space ditch yeah, somewhere. And then we're going to have to send out, you know, your father's going to stay up, yeah. you know, not losing sleep over it. And Landry's he has to work early in the morning. Sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, Neris definitely directly 100% went to see Ball and would definitely also really like to introduce him to the greatest of the tall reinventions, <laughs> the cupcake. I mean, it's not the donut, but I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. And, <laughs> and Ball just wants to know why Neris returned. Like, yeah. you were so comfortable with the Tari. Why are you or here? Or the Ori. Or some of them. Neris laughs at the concept of going and hanging out with the Ori. Like, yeah. that's clearly. But the Tari, I mean. I mean, they got that good food. He did get all that me, cheese. They gave me cupcakes. Yeah. Um, um, but no, don't worry. Neris never wavered in his devotion. <laughs> to He's ball. hopelessly devoted to Ball. Oh. Uh, this is where the musical episode comes in and then he breaks yeah. out into song <laughs> i mean i i'm i wouldn't put it past him yeah <laughs> uh but of course of course you know again nearest is a genius he wasn't followed he went through five whole stargates to get mm -hmm. here yeah uh, because the very very kind and very naive general promised him he wouldn't be followed so naive so naive that general um, but Ball does warn him that you can't just return to court. He's going to have to prove himself. Um, Ball wants the best location to start up his new empire. Uh, and he's also warns Nearest that things have definitely changed since you've been gone, considering all of a sudden a couple Ball clones pass by. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that old thing. Oh, yeah, there's more of me now. There's seven billion of me just keeping on coming. So in the Odyssey's briefing room, uh, from Intel they have, they only know of one cargo hold big mm -hmm. enough to hold all the Stargates. So yeah. easy peasy, gonna beam in, yep. tag them, beam everyone and the gates back. Done and done. Easy. Yeah. Oh, and don't worry, the writers have already come up with a solution of how you can't normally beam through shields. We've taken care of that. Sure. Uh, because Neris, as he's going through his suitcases of cupcakes, uh, takes one item and clearly never went through security training uh, mm -hmm. for Bull's base. And oh, just yeah. Plugs a mystery USB into the work computer. I mean, that's really Ball's fault. You know, him and yeah. his HR team should have really gone, put everybody yeah. through these security trainings. Who do you let on the ship? Who do you shoot? Yeah. What do you do if you find a USB device? How often <laughs> should you be changing the password? First exactly. of all, 
Um, uh, Nearest is just logged in on someone's password. You yeah. shouldn't even leave yourself logged in like that. <laughs> we all know that you got to lock the computer if you walk away. 100%. I'm so well trained that even though I'm working from home, I find myself locking my computer when yeah. I get up for lunch. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's just because I got trained to do that at work. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, so because uh, Sam then explains that Dr. Lee put the virus on the mystery USB device, it's going to kill all their systems. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, the Odyssey is there. And they come Yay. out of hyperspace. And they're right there next to Ball's ship because there's no windows on a Hatak ship. <laughs> yeah. No one can see them. Yeah, he's got so many blind spots. So, like, he is, that ship he's is made of blind spots. One blind spot. It's just an Ashley Johnson TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and the Hatak ship is covered in tattoos. <laughs> yes. It's got amnesia. <laughs> you know who would really, really like to be on that TV show? Who? Daniel Jackson. <laughs> Listen, we've established these all happen in the same universe. This yep. could happen, guys. It's gonna happen. It's happening. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Everything's so, fine. They, no, it's not. Everything's fine. So we also... I love the reaction of Ball, like when all the lights in the ship go dead. Uh-huh. He's scared it's... of the dark. <laughs> this is the one secret we didn't know about Ball. Yep, Ball is, are you, uh, are you, scary stories just tell in the dark. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and even, he goes, obviously, to go see Nearest, and there, there is some grandeur that's lost when you go to walk through a door and you have to then step over the door, and you have to, like, hike up your Jafar robes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were like, I'm regal, I'm cool, look at me, about to yeah. go trick Aladdin into going into the yep. den of the... Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, oh, hang on, let me... Th-. No one looks dignified hiking no. up a skirt. No. Like, the most elegant princess in a ball gown We might as well elegant. have caught him farting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Actually, that happened as the power went out. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fear, it's a fear fart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, and SG-1 then, as they're beaming into the talk, have the perfect timing. Yay. Right when all the Jaffa clear the hallways. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how it goes. That's that's how they, you know, when you're playing a video game, the cutscene always leaves you in a good spot. And then it's up to you to work from that. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, they do have a great, like, action pose there. It's a very, like, Charlie's Angels action pose right there. Yeah. So, um, Nearest's face that's covered like a five-year-old eating frosting. Right, right. When Ball arrives. He's like, don't worry, it's a teeny tiny virus. Yeah. Like, it'll be in order soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then curses Landry out a little bit under his breath. Yep. And Ball uh, instead just saunters over to the Jaffa, mm-hmm. takes the staff weapon, sure. calm, cool, and collected, and points it at Nearest, who's like, oh, I mean, there's nothing I can say to convince you to, like, not kill me, not because yeah. I'm, like, super interesting or something, and Ball's like, yeah, no. I do love his attempt, like, his feeble yeah. attempt of, like, <laughs> oh, destroying the computer won't help you. I know. It's like, no, no. We both know that he wants to destroy you. 
You'd be dead now. Yeah. <laughs> you done fucked up, eh, Ron? Yeah. yeah, it's out. You're out. You're done. So the team stealths their way through the ship. They reach the cargo bay. Sam hacks her way on into it, which of course they can detect on the bridge, even though all of their systems are off. Yeah. And there's, there's like a lot more gates in the cargo bay than they anticipated. Yeah. They've hit a, a gate mine. It's a gate <laughs> mine. We're going to need a bigger locate, more locate. Yeah. More. I tried. It so, didn't. We're going to need a, a bigger farts. Yep. Yep. And I'm done. So outside the cargo bay, Cam and Teal are keeping watch. They see some company coming. Mm-hmm. Any ideas? Well, naturally, Teal's idea is to just stand up in the middle of the hallway and yeah. just start firing like the badass that he is. Yeah, let me just uh, draw all the attention to myself so that you guys can continue on your journey to Mount Doom. I mean, it's not the worst <laughs> idea, Teal. <Teal's> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just because... love that he just takes on, like, there's no, like, maybe we can quietly get around these guys yeah. or take them out. No, no. No. I mean, they do... They do have accuracy that's only one percentage above Stormtrooper. Oh, just barely. Just barely. It's like one half percentage above yeah. Stormtrooper. <laughs> uh, and so da- Daniel and Sam start doing their locator beacon thing uh, while the other two boys uh, continue being badasses. Mm-hmm. And then we have the line that, as I said, will haunt me for <laughs> all of my days. Oh, boy. Cam Radio's Odyssey. Houston, we have a problem. Oh, yay. Nick's Which, favorite line. <laughs> is not even the line from the actual Apollo 13 transcript. I'm just reminding people of that. So I'm, I love how that happens. Like, there's all these <laughs> famous lines where it's like, it actually was never said that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I think, isn't it like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Isn't that actually not how that one goes either? That one's not how it goes. I know the everyone goes, Luke, I am your father. That's yeah. not how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's other times. ones that are actual in history. But at this point, Star Wars is actual history. And mm. no one really can convince me otherwise. Done. I'm for it. I'm not so, mad about it. The There's another problem, though, that we're going to face. There's like three more motherships that come out of hyperspace. Yeah, this will be fun. The Lucian Alliance. And instead of targeting the Odyssey, they tell Balls Hatak to surrender or be destroyed. Mm. And since they're targeting Ball and not them, Emerson's like, hey, um, SG-1? Yeah. Can we, like, hurry it up a bit? We yeah. kind of got to, like, get Let's the go before they notice us. Because we're not an initiative yet. And if we nope. stick around too long, we're yeah. going to be. <laughs> we need to, like, run. Yeah. And we see Sam tagging one Stargate. More locators get beamed in. Daniel goes and helps some cover fire. Um, Cover fire. Well, we're kind of like fucked at the exact moment, but we're working on the mission. Just give us a little time. Yeah. I do like the way Cam is like polite, but like, I'm not listening to you, bite. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and, And Sam, like, Sam knows that you can't just take an untested ship against three, at this point, four motherships. But Emerson's like, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Which is why I just told you to hurry up so we can get out of here. Yeah. 
I don't want to take the brand new car off-roading, but you got to get out of the mud so I yeah. don't have to come in there yeah. after you. I don't yeah. want to come rescue you. Uh, that's a so, real story that happened. My sister uh, and my cousin Well, it's like it wasn't a cousin, but like, you know, the family friends who are yeah. your cousins. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he got a new truck. It was a Toyota uh, Tacoma, I think, like a four by four. Toyota uh, trucky truck. Yeah. And it yeah. had a four by four. And so it was pretty much brand new. And so they went out for a drive and they must have been like 16, maybe 17. Um and so I would have been like 13 and so would have been my cousin. She was like 12. And we're like, yeah. we want to come, we want to come, we want to come. And they're like, no, you guys are dumb. And so we were mad at them. <laughs> and then at like 2 in the morning, I remember hearing my dad get up. And uh -huh. then Annette was at our house, my cousin Annette. And so my mom's like, uh, your brother and your sister got stuck in the mud, so now both dads are out there in their trucks <laughs> trying to get them. And we could not have been more satisfied yeah. that they got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, the end. So they're still, they're still tagging, uh, they're still, still tagging Gates. Um, mm -hmm. And on the other hand, the ship that SG-1 is on doesn't have any shields. Ooh, not good. And I'm like, do you need all of the Stargates? Yeah, you, take some of the gates. Is this a case where you can just, like, take what you have and run? Don't like, be greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it survival more important? Um, yeah. You, so, you can't, there's no good to have all the gates if you're dead. <laughs> yeah. So, besides, if the ship's destroyed, the Stargate, a decent chance it'll be damaged if not destroyed. true very true so by the time ball makes it back to the bridge uh they at least have some sensors and they're able to tell that there's four other ships out there and mm -hmm. they get a hail from the lucian alliance who's basically like keiko death <laughs> stargates all death yeah no thanks the so then the lucian alliance leader natan he's like look look i, I know you guys have no shields mm -hmm. you have no weapons and Ball basically just a uh, Matrix come at me hand signal. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't even care, bro. What? He's like, what? come at me, bro. Yeah. So he, Natan does. Yeah. He he does come for he, him. Yeah, he got full, like, uh, Toreador red waving yeah. flag. He's coming. Yeah. So, uh, and it's just at that moment that, Cam, that Sam sets mm -hmm. the last beacon. Yep. So the Odyssey activates the transporter yeah but also that's the exact moment that ball shift gets shields up again yay that's not good so sg1 you know just sit tight <laughs> lol nah <laughs> <laughs> i like that like you clearly don't know the team that well if you even think saying that will help anything yeah <laughs> have um, you met these people <laughs> don't worry though Sam. Oh, wait, wait. Sam doesn't have the idea just yet, mm -hmm. but Teal gets more time to pose like an awesome badass. Yeah, this is a part, I think, where Cam goes, hey, fall back, and Teal's like, nah. Nah. I'm good, I'm just We're gonna good. stand here. <laughs> uh, so then Emerson, back on the Odyssey, brings the ship around, mm -hmm. and can't believe he's doing this, but he's gonna test the shields and the railguns, and they take in comparison, the little tiny Odyssey, uh -huh. and they put it right between 
three Hataks on one side, one Hatak on the other side, and starts firing at the Lucian Alliance. Here, I, I have a theory. I have an idea that it's less about testing out the Odyssey and having to do all these things because to some degree that might be a little fun as, as yeah. you know, as, as life defying as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what Emerson's truly the most hesitant about is the fucking report that he's going to yeah. have to write up yeah, later. He has to go back and he's like, like the uh, first mission yeah. <laughs> he got into a fight yeah. between like two other people like you weren't even involved in this yeah you put yourself in the middle of this <laughs> yeah like i think that's the part that he's like the most dreading yeah like, yeah <laughs> so cam is down to his last magazine they need mm-hmm. a way out and that's when sam naturally because she's sam has an idea yeah so fall is getting ready to run mm-hmm. and right as the ship loses shields again oh boy Emerson has everything beamed out immediately. Let's Go. do this, yeah. So I feel got, like they were just constantly trying to beam, trying to yeah, beam, just like pressing, spamming. Yeah, just pressing <laughs> that button. And, and so they get all of the gates except for one. Yeah. And except for SG-1. Meh. Uh, I mean, no one's going to miss them, right? No one's going to notice that we didn't <laughs> no get one's gonna notice. the number one. Look at all one. the gates we have. Don't. Yeah. Where, don't. Where, where's the team? What shush, team? Shush, shush, shush. This is all the teams. This is the teams. The gates tagged themselves. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, we auto-tagged them. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, and that is right as we see Ball Ship be destroyed. Yay. Um, in, in the attack. And the Alliance then turns all its weapons fire to Odyssey, and Emerson's like, GTFO! Yeah. Hey, I'm Bye. gonna just back up into these bushes right here. Yeah. So, meanwhile... I mean, you knew SG-1 wasn't dead. They're literally the name of the show. Yeah, yeah. I love that they didn't even, like, make it suspense. It's like, Odyssey nopes out of there and then cut to the SG-1 team. I don't think anyone had any suspense over this. Yeah. Uh, But they come through the gate back home at Mm -hmm. the SGC in the gate room. Sam naturally rigged up the DHD there in the cargo bay and uh, escaped out of there. Um, and, and Sam at least has the peace of mind to go, yeah, can we, um, Walter, Walter, can you, uh, can you call the Odyssey and, like, tell them we're not dead? Yeah, I love that she has that courtesy, but she's also doing the thing where it's like, I really don't want to call them, because we put them in a lot of mess. Can you just call them and tell them everything's fine? Hey, hey, Walter, that's kind of what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, um, can you tell them? Yeah. Cool. It's like having your mom call because you don't want to. So Wal- Walter is their mom. Walter, Walter is Walter is everyone's mom. Yeah. So it's been an eventful few days, Landry says, and mm-hmm. they're gonna debrief in an hour. Cam just has like the biggest grin. Like this is the best job in yeah. the world. To He's Cam. so hyped. This has He's been so his excited. favorite day. Yeah. Uh, Sam is. Sam's going to go take a shower, hot shower, a long <laughs> yeah. hot shower. Oh, yeah. And Daniel is going to go find a doctor. Yeah. Everything hurts. Also, can I have some space corn? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Shanks is going to go see his wife. Yeah. Um, I was like, I know that I know that we'd mentioned that, like, maybe Cam 
yeah. and the doctor thing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, is Daniel going to look at the doctor? I mean, yeah. is he I looking mean, and liking? Is he trying to I push mean, the story in a certain direction? <laughs> Daniel had a thing for the last doctor. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a good doctor. And Michael Shanks has a thing for this doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the connection. I'm yeah. That. Yeah. So, um, Teal'c does at least agree that they are indeed suitably employed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is nice to every now and then go, man, this company isn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice feel. Um, and, uh, and, and yes, it was, it was a very good day. Yeah. Today was a good day. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> awesome. This was a fun episode. I was worried when it started because I remembered how much aura I was in the previous one. Yeah. And I like I kind of went into it with a little bit of dread, and I was like, oh, this is a fun episode. Oh, it's a God. fun episode. I'm happy with it. And I will tell you that the next episode of Atlantis is also a super fun episode. Nice. It's called The Long Goodbye. Bum, bum, bum. It, it sounds very Twilight Tony. It's I don't know that a it is. little. I, I can see a little Twilight Zony uh-huh. feel in there. It's okay. just a, it's it's a really good episode. Okay, I I'm like waiting for an episode that has. Uh, I'm just gonna start making up uh, okay. different things that they should be. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for an episode that feels like a kung fu flick. Okay, like a 19. I would like a 1970s kung fu flick episode. Okay. The, I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> sure. That's exactly. I'm not being completely irrational or strange <laughs> at all. Um, okay. So next week, the, yes. the, what is it? The long goodbye? The long goodbye. The long goodbye. Um, it also goodbye. feels like a graduation yeah. episode. <laughs> it's like there's a prom on Atlantis uh-huh. and then they all graduate and they're like, and then there's a bucket we'll keep of blood. In touch. I mean, and then they wait, never do. Yeah. That's, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the killer is killing everybody. And then, <laughs> wait, no, I'm confused. Where was I? <laughs> Alrighty. We should, we should, we should, yes, we should. Thank yeah. you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week with yep. a long goodbye. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. You can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us, like us, review us on where you listen to the things of us where you hear our voices. Here is a pooper. Yep. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.